This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, what up, what up, what up, America? We are finally back in studio, and I am out of solitary confinement in the house. Yes, we are back. Um, Today's episode, I promised you guys that we would have an expert come in to talk to you about the situation that we're in in the economy. Uh, What to look forward to. Uh, Well, actually, there's... I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. There's not a lot to look forward to. We're still it, waiting on the episode where we have the positive info from yeah, Philip. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. We, we we've got our 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 expert Philip from our friends at Birch Gold coming in to talk to us about the economy, where we're really at, what it looks like, etc. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, we're not in good shape. Um, mm-hmm. I just speaking of money, just a minute ago. I'm on the phone with Wells Fargo. Yes, Wells Fargo, I'm talking to you. You better be listening. And if anybody works at Wells Fargo, shame on you for the story I'm about to tell. Uh, I had to change my phone number recently. You guys know about the data breach we had about two or three weeks ago. And it's been a nightmare having to shift all my stuff. So I go into my Wells Fargo account. I change the phone number, et cetera, et cetera. I think I'm good. Well, I need to pay some bills. And a lot of times I have to like wire money and and all this other kind of stuff. And it's not working, right? Because normally when I go to wire some money, I'll select where I want it to go, how much I want to send, and then I'll go continue. And then it'll send me a verify it's you like text message to my phone to make sure it's me. Well, I I just changed my phone number so it's not working. So it's got a number that pops up. So I call the number. Zach literally was a witness I was, to this I conversation. This is not an exaggeration. <laughs> this is not a drill. Her response was funny. It is 2022. It was annoying. Okay. I want to preface this story with it is 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we have machines that can tell us if we're depressed. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we, we're advanced. We, we are an advanced society at this point. And so I'm talking to the lady. I go through all the stuff. I got to verify my identity. I got to talk about what the problem is. She's got to look in the system and she sees the new number and she got here go, oh, 
That's never a good sign. And she's like, it hasn't updated across all of the platforms of Wells Fargo. I'm assuming one of those platforms is verifying your identity whilst sending wire. And uh, she goes, um, okay, here's what you need to do. The quickest thing you need to do, and I'm prefacing this again, this is 2022, okay? This is the year of our Lord, 2022. Yep. Soon to be 2023. Maybe three months from now, they'll figure this out. Maybe. I don't know. She goes, the quickest way to fix this problem is for you to go find a Wells Fargo ATM machine, stick your card in there, and then locate somehow, some way in the menu options at the ATM to verify the new number, and that will magically make everything okay. And I'm on the phone, and I'm like, well, can I just, <laughs> can I just do it now with you that I'm on the phone? And this chick responds <laughs> with, I'm not the ATM. That is the exact words yep, I heard it. that I came heard out it. of her mouth. I'm well aware that you're not an ATM, but at this current moment, I'm wondering if the ATM's going to be Wait, more help. She could identify as an ATM. Yeah. This you is don't 2020. Know. I don't know what you identify as. There's people that think they're trees. Like, who knows? But either way, even if all of this is true, which I'm not sure it is, I really feel like... <coughs> I really feel like she could have done something, but she was adamant. She said, the only thing that I can do is I can submit like a uh, a ticket, right? Like, like, like there's a problem ticket, and it'll be resolved in about a week. So the fastest way is for you to find an ATM machine and do it this way. Here's my question. Did nobody at Wells Fargo in their building of systems, because they obviously thought about this, right? They had to go, hey, what if somebody's got to change their number at some point? And then someone in the boardroom of the IT department said, let's not make it doable online or on the phone. We need to put it in the ATM machine. That's where it needs to go. We need to, I hate to bring it to you, Wells Fargo ain't everywhere. If I was back in my hometown of Mississippi, guess what? There's not a Wells Fargo. So you'd be screwed. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, who who approved that? They're like, you know what, George? That's a great idea. Let's do it that way. That makes a whole lot of sense. In a world where we literally do not have to grocery shop anymore, we don't have to cook, we don't have to do nothing. Everything's delivered to our home. Wells Fargo, instead of while talking to someone, what is her job? That's my question. Well, what, maybe what they're are trying. You, what are you qualified to do? On the uh, are we looking at the same information at the same time? Do I have the same amount of access that these people do? And if that's the case, why are we paying these people? Yeah. I'm highly confused, and this is just another added addition to what is wrong with the money and the economy and everything in between. This is it. Everything's inflated. Wells Fargo's like shut down. Sorry, I don't. I. I don't have access to do that kind of stuff. That's a real story. I wish it was fake, but it's not. So now I got to go and find a Wells Fargo machine so I can pay bills. With your uh, truck. With with my truck. And I know that all of you haven't seen my truck, perhaps, but it's a gigantic truck. Like it's, it, it's, it's pretty it's big. It's bigger than most trucks. And so this means I'm going to have to pull up 
park the truck, and then I'm going to be that awkward weirdo that's standing in front of the ATM machine not knowing what I'm doing. Like, I know how to get money out of an ATM machine. I don't know how to go into the menu options of an ATM machine and verify my phone number so everything will work I'm going to follow you in my car and get in line and heckle you the whole so time. So people are, a line's going to form, and now I'm going to be... I'm going to film this. Embarrassed and stressed, and then Lord knows I'm going to mess up. It's going to kick my card out, and I'm going to have to put it back in there again, and we're just going to have to re-keep doing it, and I'm just going to have to look at everybody and be like, I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to do. And then people are going to film me and be like, Graham Allen's a moron. He doesn't know how to operate an ATM machine, and then I'm going to try at the same moment to say to them, no, you don't understand. Wells Fargo is the morons, and they decided to put the change your phone number verification in the ATM machine, and then nobody's going to believe me because that's the stupidest thing anyone's <laughs> ever heard in their entire life. They're just going to think I'm making the whole thing up. <sighs> I'll be there and back you up. This is how my mind works. This is the stress that happens in my mind. I relate. Either way. Okay. <laughs> We've got an amazing interview coming up. Do not click off of this podcast episode because this is an informative podcast episode you need to listen to what philip has to say because what the left and what the media wants you to believe is not true and you need to pay attention to it um so before we get into philip before we do all that stuff you know the drill we got to get into a sponsor all right listen up folks the last time we went through a recession there were stocks that literally went to zero washington mutual Lehman brothers chrysler Multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? Uh, the way the things are going in Biden's economy, I think that is more possible than not. So why not own something that has never been valued at zero? G-O-L-D. That spells gold. Historically, it's your best hedge against inflation, which is rising like a atomic nuclear missile as we speak. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. Do you? Burge Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. So whether you've got a 401k, an IRA, or let's just say you've got some savings you've been working so hard to protect, all you have to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. There was some confusion about this earlier, so I'm going to say it again. The number is 989898, and you text the word GRAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to get your 20-page free information kit from Birch Gold. There are no strings attached. Free information is vital information. So, all you got to do is text the word Graham to 989898. All right. And without further ado, Philip, you there? I am indeed. Hi, Graham. Well, there is my favorite American voice every <laughs> single time I hear it. All right. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, numbers came out. Uh, you would think by Joe Biden's celebration that uh, inflation had gone down to zero. Uh, by the party in the streets that they wanted to to do but 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 I want to talk about several things um with you and 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 why uh people's savings are in jeopardy. I just heard this horrific story about this elderly woman that had to come out of retirement because the 
the budget that she had set for herself no longer sustained these inflated food prices, gas prices, et cetera. Um, terrifying tales, really. And uh, explain to us where we actually are, because like I said, if you listen to the Biden administration, like it's over, like, like, like we did it, we beat it, it's done. Um, I'm also hearing people being afraid that come winter, they're expecting another surge of inflation. Uh, explain to us where we're at and what's going on. Look, the news, despite how Biden wanted to sort of you know, put it forward, the news coming out was not good, right? So we saw a very, very slight reduction in in, in overall CPI, went yep. down to 8.3 from about 8.6. So it's a very marginal reduction. The concern, though, is the only drop that we saw was in fuel prices, right? If you yep. looked at every other metric, it was basically up, right? right. Um, you know, shelter food, medical care, all up. Uh, in particular, it was the cost of food, as you mentioned. Food was up 11.4% over the last year alone. That's yep. the largest 12-month surge since May 1979. So that's why people are feeling it. Now, then we've got to look at why energy, why fuel prices dropped. It's not on the back of anything that's been done by the Biden administration. It's on the back of demand destruction, right? Fuel prices became so expensive, people have been looking for alternatives. Maybe you don't drive to work, maybe you get the bus, maybe you cycle, right? So actually, it's a negative thing that's driving fuel prices down. People are changing their behavior and having to to, to cut back, but every other aspect has increased significantly, so it wasn't good news at all. Well, another thing that terrifies me about the fuel prices, and, and, and I actually just talked about this online the other day, was I, I called them lies. And, 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 and the reason I called them lies is the only reason that fuel prices are really decreasing, and it's, and it's not the diesel prices that are mm-hmm. decreasing, it's, it's, the, it's the normal gas. It's because of, I mean, we are unloading at a record pace our strategic oil reserves to try to lower this number down before the election is what it feels like. And what concerns me is diesel costs are still up. Okay. I, I know multiple diesel companies and transportation companies that have gone out of business or are on the brink of going out of business. That's going to affect food even more. That's going to affect mm-hmm. housing prices even more. Um, medical um, prescription drugs, transportations, like all this yep. stuff is run by the diesel number. And, um, that has me very concerned for the reports I'm reading, uh, about the concern about the winter, uh, not, not a COVID surge, but a another inflation surge. Are you guys seeing that kind of stuff too? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Diesel, one of the most inflationary commodities out there, right? Because as you mentioned, and absolutely correctly, it's used in not only the production of many other commodities, but also the transportation of almost everything. So when diesel prices are high, it fuels inflation in every other area. The other thing that I think you mentioned, which was important, was this use of the strategic oil reserves. I mean, strategic oil reserves now are at you know, 
a very, very low level. We haven't seen it at these levels for decades. Yeah. Strategic oil reserves were used, were, are kept for emergencies, right? If there's a natural yeah. disaster, we're depleting those resources. The other thing is, in terms of global consumption, you know, the release of strategic oil reserves is really, no pun intended, a drop in the bucket. It's not going to have a meaningful effect on lowering gas prices, certainly Especially not long term. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I agree with you. What is a realistic thing? Well, actually, let's talk about the Fed first. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the Fed. I'm jumping around in my head. I, I'm, okay. I'm hearing reports that the Fed is thinking about another 0.75% hike on federal interest rates. Yep. Is that true? Yeah, um, it, it's absolutely true. Uh, I think it's almost a certainty that they'll have to that, get that aggressive. But the problem is it's a gesture in the right direction, but it's just not enough to get the level of inflation that we have today under control. Um to, to show you that, the last time inflation was as high as it is today was in the 80s, right? That's why everyone's mm-hmm. talking about 40-year high inflation today. Right. The Fed back then had to raise interest rates well above the level of inflation, and they eventually got to 20%. Inflation was at today's level, right? And you know it was that that finally crushed the inflationary period, 70s to the 80s. Today, the effective funds rate, although we've seen rates going up, it feels like they're high now, the effective funds rate's only 2.3% with inflation over 8%. So even a 75 basis point move, at that rate, the Fed's not gonna catch up to inflation for years to come. So it's a gesture in the right direction, but it's not gonna get inflation under control. All right, Healthy Cell is the next generation of dietary supplements. If you take supplements in pill form now, honestly, it's time to change. Studies show that you don't absorb most of the nutrients in pills, not to mention they can be hard to swallow, and let's face it, vitamins you can't absorb are a waste of money. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great-tasting, ingestible gel with 165% Yes, 165% more absorption mm, than pills. Let me give you an example. Researchers have shown, I don't know why I said researchers, research has shown that distractions not only hurt productivity, but they can lead to higher stress and a bad mood, which means focus and concentration are shaping up to be the new superpowers of the 21st century professionals. In 2008, the average amount of concentrated time on a task without distraction was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. That's less attentiveness than a goldfish. This is true, by the way. That's um, even in even in videos, they say that it used to be you had 30 seconds to capture attention. Now you've got like seven. Healthy Cells Micro Gel ensures maximum absorption of exactly the sort of premium nutrients you need to help support focus, recall, mental speed, and rapid learning. If it's optimal brain performance you want, check out Healthy Cell. All you got to do is visit healthycell.com slash ground. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L dot com and use the code Graham for 20% off your first order. Go to healthycell.com slash Graham now. So two questions then. So 
to what, how much do you think the fed is going to have to raise federal interest rates to make a meaningful, uh, to crush inflation? And then second part of that question is what does that mean for the average American? they're going to have to get much more aggressive. So if we use the the, 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 the 70s, the 80s as the example, they're going to have to get the effective funds rate above the level of inflation. Like I said, right now it's at 2.3%. Um, they're going to have to go above the current level of inflation, which is at 8%, right? 2.3, mm-hmm. uh, 0.75 basis points puts us at three. There's a lot more to go from there. What that means for us, though, and and this is the part that people don't understand, uh, a lot of people. You know, I speak to people all the time and they said, well, hopefully we can get inflation under control and the markets will hold and real estate won't crash. These two things are at polar opposites, right? So just to understand why the Fed raise interest rates to get inflation under control, what they've got to do is kill demand, right? So to give you an example, um, mortgage rates this year have almost doubled. That makes buying a house more expensive. Eventually, less people are going to buy houses. That means demand for houses comes down, prices come down. That's it's the same reason. So Larry Summers, who was the ex-secretary of the Treasury under, under Obama, he came out and said, look, we need more unemployment here in the US. Not employment. We need more people unemployed. And the reason he said that is, look, if people are unemployed, they've got less discretionary income. That means less money flowing through the economy. That means prices come down, uh, demand comes down and prices come down. So the, the point that I'm trying to make is this. In order to bring prices down, they've got to stimulate a recession. That means stocks coming down, housing coming down. It's how prices come down. So I think everyone has to prepare themselves for a a fairly long and fairly deep recession. So is the truth of the matter, like the the purpose of this show is to tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Is the truth of the matter that the experts actually believe that we need a recession to happen to be able to right the ship on this, like you just said? Yeah, I mean, that's basically what we need to do. That's why by raising interest rates, look at what happened the last time in the 70s. We raised interest rates 15, 20%. Stocks went down for almost 10 years straight. Housing went down for almost 10 years straight. We need to pull pricing down. And that means a significant correction in asset prices. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. So, no, 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 no. I, I appreciate it. So, but, 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 but what does, uh, again, what does that mean for everyday Americans? Okay. So, so if we, if the fed, we, if the fed mm-hmm. raises the rates above the current inflation rate to truly drop this thing, they mm-hmm. put us in a recession to decrease wages, decrease demand, et cetera, to, to, to kind of counteract the storm or whatever. Yeah. What does that actually look like for the everyday American? What do food prices look like? What do housing look, look like? What do their savings look like? All of, of those course. things. Of course. So look, it's going to be a tough climate for individuals. So think about it like this. They raise interest rates. That means our retirement accounts sitting in the stock market, they should come down in a high interest rate environment. So these retirement accounts that we have come come down. 
the house okay. that we live in, if we're fortunate enough to own a house, right, the value of that house in those climates will typically reduce. So we'll see equity in our houses reduce. We'll see the value of our retirements reduce in the markets. Where it gets dangerous is when inflation is still burning in the background, right? That's something called stagflation. It's what we had 70s and 80s. And what that means is stunted economic growth, housing, stocks, the value of our investments coming down, and at the same time, inflation burning in the background. So our money's going down while everything else is still getting more expensive. It, it's a compounding effect, right? We have less right. money and we can buy less with it. It's a painful climate, but you know, to some degree, it's necessary. And I say that only because of the situation we've put ourselves in. We have for the last 13 years here in the United States, pumped money through the markets. We've driven asset prices, you know, to a very high point beyond reality. The air has to come out of this bubble. It, it, we've created our own problem. And when I say we, I mean the Biden administration, I mean the Federal Reserve, the guys in power. So. <laughs> I feel I feel like this is like that point in the movie where they're like the scientists are gathered together and they're like the asteroids fixing to hit Earth. There's not a lot that's going to, you know, it's going to be horrible. What what can what can people do? So what if people are thinking about buying or building a home right now? What if people are thinking about um, uh, I, I don't know, like, like, should people like cease everything? Like, is that like, like, are we at that point right now? Like, don't do anything, hold on to everything, invest your money in the right things. And we'll get into that here in a minute. Like, is this like a, like a, like a cease all type of investment? Uh, well, not investment, but is this like a cease all buying type things situation right now? Is that where we, is that where we are? Look, it's a very tough climate to navigate because if you do nothing, right, and everything else is becoming more expensive, your cash is staying the same, then it's as good as losing. Doing nothing today, you know, if your money is staying static, but food prices are doubling, then you can buy half as much. So actually right. doing nothing is is not the solution. I think, you know, what we have to do is is educate ourselves as individuals. We've really got to understand where the problems lie, and then we've got to try and find the solutions to those problems. And there are assets that can perform during tough times, safe haven commodities, as an example, during times of recession, during times of inflation, they do very well. So I think Action is required, but it's a case of making changes, right? Doing what's worked for the last 20 years, in a, you know, 10 years in a period of economic boom. When that climate shifts, those same things don't work. So, it, like I said, it's about understanding the issues and making the necessary changes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So, so, so what are those changes? Uh, what, what, what do people, obviously Birch Gold, uh, you, you know, you guys do an amazing job of protecting people's 
money, their retirements, uh, diversifying their portfolios in precious metals and things like that. Why, why do people need to start thinking about those kinds of things? Cause I, cause I, I feel like a lot of people hear about purchasing gold and silver and they think about those old infomercials that our grandparents used to see all the time, you know, kind of thing. Why is it such a big deal for people to consider going that route in this unprecedented economy and world that we find ourselves in? Well, that that's the key, what you said there in this unprecedented economy, this unprecedented world that we find ourselves in. Look, gold has always had a place within a portfolio, right? It you know, holds wealth, it creates stability. Today, it's more important than ever before. And the reason for that, is, there's two reasons. Number one is the nature of our problems today, right? So we've touched upon some of them. We have a stock market that's plummeting. In fact, yesterday was the worst day we've seen in the stock market for a long, long time. Yeah, it we, looked like a cryptocurrency is what it looked like. At, at the, <laughs> it, it was crazy. That's actually very good. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely spot on. I think the NASDAQ was down 5%. S&P was down 4% in the daily swing. Um, S&P, as of yesterday, was down 17.5% for the year. The NASDAQ down over 20 So markets are struggling. Plus, we have inflation. Longer term, we have a Biden administration that looks intent on destroying the dollar's position as global reserve. I think longer term, we have currency issues. These problems for anyone who's holding stocks and bonds, right? A stock market crashes, kill your stock. Inflation has killed the bond market today because bonds are yielding a, a lower percentage than, than inflation and significantly. So number one is, is the climate we're in. These same problems that affect stocks and bonds negatively, they actually drive safe haven commodities up. Right when stock markets crash, gold and silver tend to go up because people flood to safe havens. When inflation rises, right, all that all inflation rising really means is that services and commodities are becoming more expensive. Well, gold and silver being literal commodities, as inflation rises, they go up. So they're actually very conducive for climates like we're in today. I've never in my lifetime seen a better climate. And then the other side, which I touched upon, is just a weakness in the traditional options. Stocks have always been a very good hedge on inflation, but they're not today, right? Because they're going down in value. So actually, they're adding to the problem of inflation. They're not taking away because people money is coming down at the same time that everything is becoming more expensive. And like I said, bonds and cash, which traditionally were a safe haven, you could just sit in bonds and wait make no sense today because if you're yielding 3% on a treasury and inflation's really at 16%, you're just losing a lot of money by, by sitting in them. So, you know, not only do we have a very conducive climate, but the traditional ways of hedging aren't working. So I think everyone needs to think about taking a portion of their wealth, putting it into metals. That way, if their stocks and bonds are losing money, at least their metals will increase and serve to mitigate. That's the key here. Well, I, I agree. And so everybody listening, all you have to do, Birch Gold, the, the, they're helping families 
every single day. It's super simple. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898. It's a free information kit and it tells you all of these things that you need to know because Birch Gold, at the end of the day, what they want to do, as Philip does so well when we have him on, is educate on what we're actually looking at and, and how things are actually going. So the, the, there's free information is vital information. So you need to go, you need to literally, as you're listening to this podcast on your phone right now, you need to text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 to get a free information kit from Birch Gold about how diversifying into gold, silver, and precious metals can protect you in this truly remarkable scary time that we find ourselves in. Philip, one last thing. I always like to give a little bit of advice to those Americans that are working towards being able to invest in things like that. Cause I was that, I was that person once upon yep. a time. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't at that point. What do you see on the horizon that people should stay away from? Like I said, is now not a good time to take loans, to take a home loan, to take construction loans, to uh, is now a time that people need to try to, as hard as it may be, save as much as they can so they can turn around and invest in things like gold and that, 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 that aren't going to lose value. Well, what would your advice be to those Americans that are, they are almost there to be able to invest in these type of things? I think it's being prudent today. This is, this is tough tough times and you know it's tough to tighten the belt buckle to save today because obviously everything's becoming more expensive but i think that that it does make sense to do that as much as possible once you build those savings though then it's a case of saying okay I need to find a home for them somewhere safe that can grow at a steady rate but look I, I think tightening up lowering our spending right preparing for what will be a tough climate in front of us and trying to build that emergency blanket to be able to weather the storm. I think it's always smart. Once you've built it, make sure it's working for you. And that's what we can help with here at Birch. Well, I love it. We love you guys. Uh, we love what you stand for and we love what you're doing. Philip, as always, amazing information. Thank you so much for coming in and educating uh, far better than we ever could. Uh, we appreciate you here at Dear America uh, in my isolated studio that I'm in right now. Uh, but yeah, man, thanks so much. And, and we're going to have to get you on again as soon as we get the next round of numbers. Well, it will be my honor. Thank you so much for having me. I, I love the show and it's, uh, it's an honor to be on. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much, man.